0: Welcome to motherhood mayhem madness and meaningfulness. I'm Shemi Alcott, former Olympian and very much sleep-deprived mum of two, especially today. On Thursday evenings, I'm a tennis widow, doing the bedtime routine right now with two little boys. They have really different needs and it's a massive battle, it's a massive struggle and last night uh, it really tested me. I texted my husband saying, I'm failing um, brutal timing for me because I knew that he was having fun with his mates playing tennis and I'm there telling him that I'm struggling back home. Thankfully he only got the text at the end of his tennis so I didn't ruin his few hours away from the kids a week. Um, my boobs weren't satisfying my newborn and my toddler wanted cuddles and I was walking around the room shooting Cooper and patting his bum and, and I just, I almost felt like crying because this should be something really natural. Sleep, eating, and, and you know, going to the loo is what babies do. And I, I felt like I was really failing at this. And generally, I think I'm an okay mum. I mean, I've got really happy kids. And I like to think that that happiness is somewhat to do with me. And I love every minute of being a mum. That's actually a lie. I love being a mum probably around 80% of the time. That 20%. Of battling for me personally is food time and sleep time those are my weak areas and our weak areas as parents and we know that now this podcast I'm going to address the latter the sleep um, how can I improve on being a mother who gets the best out of sleep for their children um, and I'm delighted today to be supported by sleep train guru she's a postnatal doula mum of three Georgie Um, I've known Georgie for a long, long time, and I thank my brother for setting this up. Now, Georgie's website, babydaysbrighton.co.uk, beautiful website, it states that you have a special interest in the science behind sleep and the benefits that it has on mental and physical health. Yes. I'm all about that, Georgie, because I think people don't put a correlation between Mm. sleep and mental health, and we're going to really delve into that. Um, Thank you so much for joining me today. I guess the best place to start is right at the beginning, because this is such an important part for anyone going into parenthood, and everyone always says to me, enjoy your sleep before the baby comes. So <laughs> annoying. <laughs> so annoying, so, so ridiculous, annoying. but I know that your your passion to start this business, very successful business, it, it has come from personal experience.
1: Yes, it has, um, so basically I think this all started um, when I had my first baby, and um, seven years ago and you know i'm one of those people that have always loved sleep always the first to bed at a party sound very dull but i do love sleep and i need it yeah and um anyway i had my baby and i wanted to do all the right things and feed him on demand for me that's what i wanted to do um but when he got to sort of nine months old and he could only sleep on me Really touching you on touching top of Touching me on top of me, this lump. Um, I was exhausted. I
0: was grumpy. I mean, the quality of your sleep is nothing. The quality
1: was. of your sleep is nothing. The quality of his sleep was nothing. Um, and, you know, everything, you know, I, I felt I got very anxious because I wasn't getting enough sleep. And life just wasn't as good as it could have been. And that's when I felt I really needed to get some help myself. And I did, and I got someone to help me sleep train and you know work it out, and life changed. And then I thought, my God, this has had such a huge impact on my life, my relationship, um, my baby, who was beginning to look exhausted. Um, and I thought, right, I've, I've got to help other people do this and learn how to do it.
0: And um, yeah, so that's when it started. Oh, and that asking for help, it, it annoyingly, I hear this all the time, it takes quite a lot of confidence to ask for help. It does. And some people think, oh, everyone's going through this. I have never asked for help, and mm. I'm making so many wrong decisions at bedtime. I know I am, but I never feel like I'm in a place um, to change it. And I've got all the books. Mm. The thing about books that are helping you asleep is that you never have the time to read them. You need to have personal instruction because it is individual. This is the thing. It's very, very individual. And
1: I think in, in in our world now, as you said, people don't ask for help. People think that they're a better mother almost for not asking for help and, you know, just shh, pushing through each day and, and you know, thinking, oh, well, I'm doing it on my own and I'm succeeding. There's nothing about succeeding. It's just potentially you need someone to just to say... If you did this and did that,
0: yeah, and stretch yeah, yeah,
1: you're going to be okay. Because I do believe with sleep, baby sleep, it can be fixed. And I think if a problem can be fixed,
0: let's fix it, right? Yeah.
1: Because so many can't. Throw be. every resource. Yeah, in. exactly. But if we have
0: anything else wrong in our lives. Or, or if we need an expert in so many realms of our life we seek help mm, mm. and that's okay but there's this weird thing mm. with parenthood mm. that it's innate it's natural everyone should be able mm. to 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 deliver to to have happy amazing children mm. but it's not it's it's really is tough and there's that's what I'm learning through this podcast there are really amazing experts out there who are completely accessible mm. and mm. it's like just just do it. Don't.
1: Don't feel like what's she gonna think about me, yeah. or you know? There's so
0: much. And of how, that. how quickly, um, in your professional life, how quickly can you make change? Like I I looked on your Instagram, and there were people saying, you know, overnight, you've helped people who had a co sleeping toddler, and within a week later, yeah, they are getting it's their quick. own sleep. quick. It's like that. quick. It's quick. It's it's
1: all about for me. It's 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 about. I I will guide that parent you know I'm not a I'm not a fairy unfortunately I can't sort of put a spell but I can guide and and if the parent sticks to what I say it's it's very quick um you know I think children with most things within a few days of changing a habit because I do believe it's all habit like Mm -hmm. us if we start waking up because we're worrying about something at five in the morning. It tends to happen for a few days running, yeah, doesn't it? and then it? we act on it. And then you think, oh, you know. Um,
0: so, yes. Um, but what is what days. is the process? Do, do, does someone who's got kids, I mean, I, I don't know many children who sleep really, really well, so I think this is... What, just naturally first? up yes, no. I think this is for the masses. Mm. But my, my fear with, you know, coming to see you and getting help from you is that I don't know if I can even handle the week it will take like, I don't know if I can handle the crying. I'm such a pushover. Mm. Lockie looks at me and and smiles with that dimple. And I'm like, oh, just come to bed with mummy. So one of my big things, Georgie, is that Lockie is two and a half. Um, before Cooper was born, so Cooper was born in January. And before that, I started... I, I brought him a lovely little bed, he started to have his own play in his room and he started to go to sleep in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. Now that was a battle. We used mm-hmm. to sleep on the floor next to him. Georgie's Georgie's pointed out that I've got a really soft carpet. And I said, I have to have a soft carpet because Dougie and I spent quite a lot of time sleeping on the floor next to um next to Lockie's bed. And genuinely it was a it was a battle. Then he would go to sleep and then in the middle of the night he would invariably end up in our beds because it was too much of a battle and we needed our sleep. So I, I couldn't even make it happen when I didn't have Cooper. Mm. Um, and and then part of me is thinking, oh, I actually quite like co-sleeping mm. with him. So I'm thinking, am I doing this for him or me? I'm doing it mostly for him. But I can tell you, waking up in the morning and seeing his little face and him going, morning, mummy, is, is magic. But is it worth me having a poor night's sleep for? Because I'm constantly thinking, is Lockie sleeping okay? absolutely not worth it being.
1: <laughs> so what you could do if you absolutely love it and potentially he absolutely loves it look I'm not a witch you know I'm all for co-sleeping up to six months old um you know I think it's great and I uh, you know I did it with all my children for right? the bond for the bond and um I think you know when your baby is six months old five six months old it's a great time to actually sleep train them for their rest of you know for the the rest of time so you shouldn't start before that i don't i for the way i practice i feel that they should be close to their mothers up until five six months old yeah Um, because then they have that development leap yeah they they really do and you know by six months old some babies are sitting up and it's it's a whole different story they're on solid foods yeah we're trying them and um that's when I feel
0: the way I practice, I wouldn't like to sleep train and when every you say when you say sleep training at six, five, six months, is that moving them out of your bedroom completely uh, I would highly recommend that, but okay. it can be done in the same bedroom as well. I have lots of
1: clients that still wish to do that, and then once it's all going really well, they're like actually. He or she really doesn't need to be in here anymore, and yeah. they'll move them out. Um, but it's not a must.
0: Because sometimes I think now I've got one of these um, next to me sleeping mm-hmm. things, um, and I sleep next to Cooper in the bed, and then Lockie's lateral, and then and Dougie's at the other side. I actually had a big fight with Dougie when we were looking at our bedroom redoing it, because Dougie wanted this super king bed. And I was thinking, who needs a super king bed? Like We literally have to squeeze around the outside to get anywhere, because the room's that big. Um, and he won that argument and I'm very glad he did because yeah. there's so many of us right now sleeping in the bed. But I feel like sometimes Cooper can smell milk the whole time. Of course he can. Of course then he and can and he gets frustrated. So Cooper, you know,
1: having met Cooper, he's 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 a pretty big dirt st- yeah, baby. So yeah. he if I if you wanted me to sleep train him now, I would be happy to do that. Babies very much differ, don't they? So yeah. some four-month very babies... Uh, yeah, Actually, so... everything
0: we're saying in this podcast is very individual. So if I'm asking Georgie for support for my kids, my life, we've already talked about this, Georgie, is very different than than general population. Yes. I'm travelling all the time. Yes. um, It's very hard to get into a routine. So just be mindful if you're trying these techniques that Georgie's saying to me, that the best thing is to get individual support.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um. And Cooper, obviously, is a very different baby to your baby or your baby or your baby. yeah, um so for Cooper, I would not feel uncomfortable about sleep training him now
0: um if he wanted to what's. Uh, So yeah, so so, so, so we're talking about kind of, I've delved off the subject because I started talking about Lockheed, but I think actually it's better to, we'll we'll go through the pattern of of a baby cycle. So starting off at birth, um, they need to be with their mums, co-sleeping is okay, obviously in a safe environment because there's a lot of research by the Lullaby Trust out there about how babies should be slept on their back and not in the same bed as Mm -hmm. parents. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to put my hands up. I fall asleep breastfeeding quite a lot. Mm-hmm. I breastfeed on the side, um, and he falls asleep there. Um, I know that I'm not getting into that very heavy deep sleep, um, but that isn't what is advised. But you're saying at six months it's okay to start kind of, you know, is it the circadian rhythms? Are, yeah, are normal then. So the they circadian are. rhythms are what we have as an adults. Mm-hmm. We know that nighttime is sleep time and daytime is awake mm-hmm. time. But newborns don't have that. No, they have no body clock whatsoever. No um, so
1: once a baby is six months old, there is no research that it has any detrimental effect on a baby to be sleep trained. Okay. It really, you know, there, there have been scientists... And obviously if it's positive for baby, it's positive for parents it's pos- too. The, the, the thing is, I think what people don't understand is it's a couple of days of maybe a little bit of crying. Sometimes not. Yeah. And then... And it's the daytime. daytime. So...
0: Does sleep training start in the day? I would start it in the daytime, yes. And it's very dependent on your feeds or when uh, the baby has milk? Or...
1: Well, by the time they're six months old, so this would be my usual sort of five, six months old, so yeah. if the baby, it would usually potentially be having a little bit of solid food then and okay. um, it, it would... I would suggest that you feed at this time. At this time. At this. Time. Okay. But so actually, the, the way I do it, I'm not saying you must feed at seven o'clock in right. the morning. You must feed. That's kind of the Gina Ford, isn't it? Yeah. And that, and
0: that does work for some people. For me, it, it's
1: not the way I do it. No. So I would feed the baby
0: when it needs whenever
1: the baby wants to be fed. Yeah. Um, and I think by the time they get to that age, they're in their own little feeding rhythm anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Um, and if a baby wants, you know, if a toddler wants a snack in the afternoon or give them a snack, give yourself a break.
0: Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. they want it because they're healthy. But also, what I think with babies is that they're, they're growing and developing physically and mentally at such different rates that sometimes they eat loads and mm-hmm. then they go for a week where they you're struggling to get a piece of toast in there. Yeah, and so exactly. you have to be. Well, I think you have to be quite driven by them.
1: Yes, with food, definitely. I mean, obviously, you're
0: not going to sit there and give them five
1: chocolate bars because that's what they want.
0: But, but is this is this an old school thought? Because I always think with Lucky, if I get a good dinner in him, he'll sleep better. I and think- then I have a battle with food.
1: I think, actually, sometimes, you know, they're just not hungry sometimes. And if they're not going to eat, don't worry about it. I okay. think so many parents, you know, sit there and get in such a state because they haven't eaten their dinner and they're not going to sleep and da, da 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 If they're in a lovely sleep routine and their body clock's working how it should, they're going to sleep.
0: Okay, okay. So I'm one of the they people... They just I, be a I bit get hungry really, in the morning. I get really, really stressed. And I think, oh my gosh, she's going to ask for milk all night long. Mm because um, that's my other faux pas, is that instead of having a cuddly toy sleeping mm-hmm. to comfort him, Lockie has a bottle. Okay. Even if that bottle is empty, he wants to hold okay. that bottle. I'm all right with that. I'm all right with an empty bottle. <laughs> empty bottle. I'm... I put water in it sometimes when he gets thirsty, because he, he might wake up and ask for milk, and I'm like, oh gosh, I know he shouldn't have it now, mm-hmm. so I know that. I've got the knowledge, but instead of saying no, no, no completely, I put water in it.
1: Okay, so I would probably say at the beginning of the night, leave a little bottle of water
0: so he's got it and and a difference than his bottle of milk so that it physically so he, looks does like he have them. milk before he goes yeah, to bed yeah right so he then has I just fill milk up with water
1: yes okay okay i wouldn't give him a bottle of milk to go to bed with okay. because that's you know it's almost like saying to you do you need a glass of milk in the middle of the
0: night sometimes i feel like i do, do oh gosh hey. Especially yeah. when I was pregnant, I was getting that. Yeah, thing. when you're pregnant. But actually, actually, a doctor told me that because everyone always says, oh, when you get that reflux when you're pregnant and you struggle to sleep, have milk." But that's a complete lie. No well, I think that makes works. it worse, doesn't yeah. it? The heartburn. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Yeah,
1: but a, a glass of milk before you go to bed is is fine. Um, but I don't think Lucky. He shouldn't should be, be sipping having... on it during the night.
0: No, I don't think
1: so. Also, not very good for
0: his teeth. I know. Yeah, my. And I think uh, we
1: don't look after our, you know. You forget about that, the milk for teeth
0: in the night. Also There's a lot of, of, you know, sugar, mm-hmm. carbohydrate, mm-hmm. sugar in there. Um, See, so you know, I'm learning all the things. I, I do know these are things that I'm making mistakes with. And I am starting to change them. And like you saying to me that these are changes that can be made in two, three mm-hmm. days. Yeah. Um. It, it, I just, I just, you know, what I struggle. With? So I'm going away next week and I've got one bedroom. So, so, we're going on holiday. I'm not going to book two bedrooms. That mm-hmm. seems mm. indulgent. So, we've got one bedroom. So, I have one bedroom, two single beds. We turn them around and we all sleep in one bed. So, then what happens if I was to sleep train now? No. Lucky's happy in his own bed, and then we go away and I've got a week of that. So, basically, that disorder. When you are travelling, for you,
1: I mean, it's very different, as we discussed earlier. So, when you're doing all this travelling stuff, don't worry about the routine that you have at home. Okay. It's when you're at home, you try and stick to it okay. as much as possible or in an environment where it's easy to stick with. But when you go on, you know, these trips, don't worry about it. Don't stress yourself out about it. That's okay. the worst thing. This isn't why we do it, is to, yeah. to make
0: life and easier. And actually, they are quite smart, aren't they? Like when, when Lucky walks into this house, when we've been away, he knows it's his home. Exactly. So then he knows. So if I do implement this, then he knows, okay... When I come into the home, I'm going to sleep in my own room. Yes. I'm going to be a big boy. And you have to stick with that. Yeah. And I, and I try. What what do I do? He gets up every night and then gives me this, like, puppy dog eye and this mummy cuddles. Oh. And I love cuddles. I'm such a weak mum. For someone who's like, you know, I've driven myself through being physically and mentally strong my whole career. I'm such a pushover. Well, I think we all are. <laughs> but I think
1: if you, if you felt how it would feel without those cuddles in the night, how much better it oh, would God, feel. we'd all sleep. You, you, you wouldn't be so up for those cuddles. Okay. Give him all the cuddles you want during the day or before bedtime.
0: Um, but actually... Do I just say, you, you, no, go back to bed? You, you, pretty much. Or do I not talk? Because there's some things I've read saying, don't so, talk, don't make eye contact.
1: Again, it's very dependent on the child. So I have just sleep trained this three-and-a-half-year-old little girl who is pretty forceful and um, knows what she wants and what she doesn't want etc etc and she's been waking her mother up on the hour um, they've never said it's okay get into bed with me which okay. is, is great that to is start good. yeah yeah but it's it's been a battle um, so she's always so, so, so her issue was that she just woke up all night long woke up every hour and and wanted mummy and wanted talks and cuddles and and all the that rest of it so we had to you know pretty much put the do foot down. No talking and, and you know, after bedtime cuddles and stories and all the nice things, there wasn't it wasn't a time to talk in the night, um cuddle in the night and it worked for her. Um, so she just said she just pointed at the bed door. take her back. Okay, take her back to bed. In bed. In bed. And it's it's worked. It's it's taken a little while, and it's consistent. And she stayed. That little girl stayed in bed. She did. She gone. did. But it was that was very much. I think that I just child. got a wildling.
0: So, <laughs> well, I think I've got You're everything. giving I, in to everything he you know, wants, I aren't I you? Have. And I've got these clocks. I've got clocks with stars on them for him to count when he should get up in the morning. Is that the grow clock? Yeah, with the blue lights. I thought that was such a good
1: idea. So that clock's a funny old clock because actually. Um, blue light is is not good for you. Getting to sleep more. No, exactly. So it wakes you up. Blue light. A yellow, golden glow.
0: Yeah. Is what. That's you weird. You think they I done know. So they, yeah. That. So
1: they haven't quite researched that. So okay. that clock does work for some children. Um, I think they have to be a bit older because Lucky couldn't count when I was. Yeah, and, and actually.
0: To...
1: And then they get to a certain age where they're like. I don't care whether my yellow lights come on or not, (laughs) Um, quite frankly. Um, But yes, all these sort of gimmicks. I think you just go back, right back, scrape it all down and go back to the it's not the time for cuddles, it's not the time for milk, it's not that time. And and help that child get back into a routine of actually sleeping through the night, not yeah. thinking. So, I mean, L- Lockie got-
0: must be exhausted. He, he would be Because he's waking up all the time. And, and if he can't see me, then he wakes up. So so, so, so if I'm not in the room, oh my gosh, this is just making me realise all these development opportunities I have. Yes. Because he needs cuddles, and then once he's asleep and he's had his cuddles, so sometimes it can take an hour, which is really out mm-hmm. social yeah. in the evening, so yeah. I go up and give him cuddles for now and he falls asleep. Then I leave and put the baby monitor on. And occasionally he'll wake up like 10 minutes later and be like, I can't see you. You see, what you're doing there is you're tricking him.
1: You're tricking <gasps> him that you're going to be there when he yeah, wakes up. I yeah, am, yeah. Okay? I am tricking so him. So he's like, oh, Aww. mommy's here. We're having a lovely chat. Yeah. And she's, you know, she's lying next to me and I'm going to fall asleep. And this is going to be lovely. And I'm not going to go into a deep sleep for at least an hour and a half. So I might just wake up and then mommy's not here. Hold on a minute. That's what's happening. Yes. Okay. So bedtime. So I thought was something really good there for him. (laughs) But actually, it's yeah. I think tricking it is a good good him is a good way of of um, kind of making it understandable. Um, So I think for you in that situation, you need to say right bedtime's going to take X amount of time. We're going to read our story. We're going to sing our song. Have our cuddles and explained to him during the day before bath time so anything that sort of has depth um like what's going to happen in the night um for the child don't discuss before after bath time okay because it might stimulate trigger, them trigger yeah and and worry them but if they've talked about it before bath time you know around do you don't practice time, it
0: I don't think so. I I don't
1: think you'd sort of practice it. But I think you would definitely talk about anything that's different that's gonna happen before bath time and then afterwards you would you would put it into practice. Okay. okay.
0: And do you, is there any, like, tried and tested, do I say, Lucky, you're a big boy now? Or I think, you know, well... Try and kind of fluff his ego that he doesn't need me. Uh, mm, he will always need you, so... Oh, that's nice. I, and I think <laughs> I think he will
1: always need you, and I think it's very important he feels that you're always going to be there to be yeah. needed. Yeah. Um, I think something that really works for children, I think with Lucky it would really work, is re- the reward system. Okay. Um, I do this... that with TV, like bribing. Okay, that's so not good. TV's fine during the day if you know you say look if you I don't know walk all the way you can watch a bit of TV when we get home whatever that's yeah. fine but for nighttime no no definitely not for antics night. No, yes I don't I, I wouldn't would use fast. that bribe yes. I would use for Lucky something a little bit more different something that he doesn't actually have at the moment so. Okay. Potentially, I think with a child like Loki, pom poms might be something quite exciting. Right. So if they have pom poms. He gets yeah. some pom poms. Yeah. Nice, big ish pom poms. And if he doesn't come into mummy's room and he sleeps in his room or stays in his room until the morning, he gets pom pom in the jar. Once he's got, I think with Loki, again, it would be very different for an older child or whatever. Um, once he's got four pom poms, he gets his treat that he's chosen. You know, not okay. anything too extravagant, but yeah, yeah. something that he really wants. So okay. that drives them without... Okay. And, and, and they also like putting yes. the pom-pom in yeah. the jar. Yeah, and they've yeah. succeeded and they've... They can know, see. They can see it. And, and it, I think it would work for them. No, the that
0: is really good. Um, yeah, I just... I, I'm nervous already about like like thinking, about, I could try this tonight, I could try this tonight, we're here tonight, I can try this tonight. Thinking... He's, he's going to get up every two minutes. I, I wouldn't recommend
1: for you, you try it tonight.
0: Okay. I think you need to think,
1: right, when am I going to do this? And give yourself a date. So when are you going away?
0: Um, so we go away on Sunday. This Sunday. Yeah. For two weeks. For a week. For a week. See, then we're back for a week, and then we go away again for a week, and then Dougie's away for a month when I'm on my own, so it'd be really good if it was organised by then, because then I wouldn't have to try and do two each night on my own.
1: Yeah, so I think, for you, you could try it tonight, and we can talk more about it, and I can support you, because I think it's, I, I think, you know, when... I'm going to have a hell
0: of a night, though, aren't I?
1: Uh not necessarily. This is the thing, I think this is what people think. They think, Oh my god, it's gonna be so awful. Yeah.
0: And I'm not gonna do it because it's so like much. Taking easier. dummies away, you're just like, Oh gosh, it's all a, a pattern, isn't it's it? It's all
1: these things, but once they're all done, yeah. It's done, isn't
0: it? Do your do your two do so you've got two years in between pretty much. Mm. Seven, five and three. You're crazy. That's mm. amazing. Well done you. Mm. You are a Shiro in well. terms of motherhood, because three is incredible. Um, are they all really good sleepers? Now? They're all they're all really good sleepers, they? but they all love their beds, and you know they, they,
1: they haven't done. I had I had to train them. Yeah. Um, so the eldest, who I really, had the problems with that I thought were problems, but he just didn't know how to do it. Um, yeah, I can't get him out of bed. He
0: amazing. absolutely loves it. Amazing. And
1: then the nearly the three year old he. You know at seven o'clock he's like mommy can we go and pick a story now um they're like us they yeah. do really revel in a good night's sleep yeah. and if you make their bedroom or their bed or you know wherever you choose for them to sleep their little sanctuary and their safe place they'll really like it but if they're in between beds and they don't really know you know where they're meant to be in the night or where they want to be yeah. it's going to be even more confusing for them so, so when
0: you read the story before bed, do you get in bed with them or should you not? Should that be something external from the actual bed sleeping place? No, no, I, I
1: don't believe in that. Okay. I think if you want to get into the bed with them and read their story, that's absolutely fine. You're not sleeping with them. Yeah. Um, but where you read the story, as long as it's in the bedroom, um, that's fine. Or, or, you know, even not. I mean, the
0: way I practice, I would read the story in their bedroom. Yeah. I've got, I've got a reading chair in their bedroom. Right. Which I used to breastfeed on, um, because I had this intention that the boys are going to share a room together, which I, I mean, that would be amazing, as long as it wasn't our room. Because yeah. we are sharing a room, but it happens to be our men. Um, do, how is room sharing? Do your Do your kids share a room? They don't. Um, we're very lucky that they, they don't have to. Okay.
1: Um, but it works for some families. Mm-hmm. Some children really like it. Yeah. Um... And, you know, if, if they chose to do that, then I'd happily let them share, but actually they don't want to. Okay, that's so. why I think it's quite a good
0: time for me to try and get on top of this with Lockie, because right now Cooper looks up to Lockie with everything. I know he's mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. four or five months, but literally Lockie is the most entertaining, fun thing mm-hmm. in the room. So I think then if Cooper looked over in the bedroom and saw that Lockie was asleep, I think it will help him feel more comforted without it having to be us
1: Mmm,
0: mm, definitely. But I know that's a kind of personality thing. That's a
1: personality thing, and that's a, a, a
0: preference that you have,
1: and, yeah. and they will probably have, and that's absolutely fine room sharing. Yeah. Um, but I think they both need to be in
0: really good habits. Habits.
1: To do that.
0: Yeah. I, I think um, what's the interesting thing about sleep is that it all starts in the day. It starts with nutrition, it starts with how their mood is in the daytime, mm-hmm. and it has implications on all of their oh my goodness.
1: attitude in the day. So the, the eating... The amount of time, so I'll, you know, I'll have these six, seven-month-old babies, potentially eight-month-old babies, and their parents saying, "Oh, she doesn't eat anything. She doesn't eat anything. Just, just has, has milk. Oh, just has love. milk." Um, you know, even older than that. And then once they're sleeping through the night and having potentially one or two naps during the day, their food intake increases yes. substantially yeah. because they are getting the sleep they need to fuel. The human body. Or yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. All those things. Um, so that's another relief for so many parents that suddenly go right. I'm just going to yeah. do this.
0: And and also, you know, sleep. It, it, there is so much evidence that sleep, um, poor sleep, contributes to depression and suicidal thoughts and all this mental health mm-hmm. associated with it. Um, Which I'm big on. I, you know, that's really, a big yeah. reason. I Which do is why this. you said you said you didn't really get into this business to help actually the babies. It mm. was
1: To help the parents. Yeah. And, and also relationship problems. I mean, it, it can Oh my God, I'm a complete witch when I haven't
0: had sleep. And the person who gets it is going to be Dougie, mm-hmm. because he's the person who knows that I've had terrible sleep. And um, and that. And sometimes you say things that you, you just know you don't mean. Yeah. And actually, you've always got this excuse when you've got poor sleep
1: you do and and I think for the men as well you know we forget about them you know they get the rough end of us when we're not sleeping Mm. and you know they work hard they get very tired too and they don't talk about mental health as much as women um and we don't talk about it enough either um and that's when real problems in that area can spiral out of control Mm. it's something we're
0: both quite passionate about and what upsets me is a lot of people who do get help get, get ask you mm. to tell to not tell anyone they're getting mm. help like no one that, that people don't have the confidence to say you know it's fine to ask for help mm. and actually voice that I had help this is why I'm I'm much better yeah. because I think we all need to say parenthood is really tough mm. you know marriages are always developing and then you throw these the newborns in which takes so much energy out that I think it's really important to say I need help. And then when things go well, to vocally tell other people, it's got better, I haven't succeeded in achieving it myself, I went and got help. Because there is nothing wrong with asking Mm. for help,
1: Mm.
0: is there? There's absolutely nothing wrong with it, and... and we should all do
1: it in so many areas of our life. You know there are experts out there, aren't there? And mm. and you know it it's it's a lonely old world, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it really You're on is. your own, and there's so many pressures these days. So many parental pressures and work pressures, and
0: and you know just just keep it easy if you yeah. can. And, and and you know we're basically saying a huge amount of that comes back to sleep. It definitely does. It definitely yeah. does. And with you, so and it's, it's controllable. Different. Like I know. I know I should change this.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm going to, to help stick you to it. change it because to... it will, especially for you with all your travel. Yeah, you know that's exhausting anyway, and you're always cart your whole family around, and you know, yeah. I mean, even traveling from Brighton to London with all of them. I mean, it's it's a bit of an effort, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you, you've just got to look after yourself, and and mm. that's. I think I as think well. that's what I
0: I I was an athlete. I it was all about me. It was a very selfish existence. How can I be better, stronger, faster? How can I get my nine-hour sleep a day? How can I have a siesta? I knew I needed all of that. And then I became a mother and literally just gave myself over. And I'm starting to repatch that now. I'm doing this like healthy transformation now because I was, I was addicted to sugar um, after Cooper was born because I knew that I couldn't have caffeine, so I, I started eating sugar to up my mood and give me energy. And and it, I don't know, part of me does feel selfish thinking about myself. And then, you know, there's a part that goes, well, I, I can sacrifice my seat for Lockie. So if Lockie needs cuddles, but what you're saying is that actually that's not benefiting him. Mm-hmm. No, either. not at all. So it, me thinking that I'm being a good mum by letting him get his way. Uh, it's, is really it's not going to benefit him. No. Absolutely. Especially in the long run. I'm just so worried that I'm going to have a teenage son. Well that Meets does happen. Hattles. No. I have
1: people calling me with an eight, nine, ten year olds. I had a fourteen year old who was still sleeping in his mother's bed and she could not and then you're thinking about their mental health when, you know, you have to pull away and it's even harder and it can create even more problems. So we are gonna sort this out oh my gosh. and it's gonna have no impact on how Lockie feels about you. You're yeah, still yeah, gonna yeah, absolutely yeah. adore him. You're still gonna, you know, you can have many cuddles during the day. Um, <laughs> but it, it really isn't giving him anything more by the cuddles in the night. Yeah. He's yeah. just unable to soothe himself. He's worked. To to me, himself. He? He's, he's, worked he's worked. But also that's part of his routine at the moment. That's yeah, what he does. Is, yeah. So he doesn't know how to change it because you're not telling him how to do it. You know, you're saying, well, yeah, this is okay, and we'll do
0: this, and that's what happens at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need to break that. Yeah. Um, and you jump in at the deep end. You
1: jump in at deep end. You, at you at definitely end.
0: don't kind of slowly... He's still having his dummy, so maybe I keep him with his dummy as his comforter. He can have his dummy. He, he just doesn't need dummy. me. He doesn't need you. you can <laughs> maybe I could put dummy. a picture of my face on his dummy. Maybe you could do so that. So then it glows in the dark, and then he's like, oh, look, there she is. There she is. Oh, my God, I know. I should go make one of those. You know you can make those teddy bears? Yeah. Build a bear. Build a bear, and I should say... (laughs) Build a shemmy! (laughs) I should build a shemmy bear for him and go, don't worry, lucky mummy's here. And it can... Yeah, it can speak. See, this... this, See, you're laughing at me. I'm laughing. But actually, and then I'm thinking, this is a really (laughs) good way. But no, it's not, is it? No, it's not. It's not. I don't need to spend money on build a bear. I just need to let him go you,
1: you just need to let him go and it's, it's as much for the parent as well especially for the mother you know just say okay he is going to sleep next door yeah and he's not going to be in the bed with yeah. me and he's not going to, you and, know, for Cooper. to and for
0: Cooper like, like literally last night I was there going neither of them is gaining from this mm. so it took me an hour and a half and lucky which is
1: actually your time with Dougie as well that bedtime yeah, you yeah. know it's
0: very rare that couples
1: I mean I know with my personal situation, I never see my husband during the week, and then on the weekends when he is around in the evenings, you need the children need to, in, like, need to be in... they need to be. They need to give me that evening with him yeah. because that's so important for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's very important, I think, that that they are in bed by a set time, and you know that. Yeah. So you can think, okay, well, we can have dinner together.
0: Yeah.
1: Or we can watch a box set together, or we can listen to a podcast, or read a book, or yeah. just sit there and look at each other, you know, because you're so exhausted, or whatever. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter, does it? Or you can do your
0: workout, or yeah, exactly. blah, blah, blah. blah. Um,
1: and having that, knowing that you've got that time, it's mm. really refreshing. Um, for, um, it is
0: interesting, isn't it? I think I think a lot of people who follow me think that I have everything just sorted. And I start these podcasts because I know I don't, and I know that I think more people need to talk about them. And we've sat here for 30-ish minutes and I talked about all the things i had done wrong. But instead of me f- making it feel like I, I'm a failure, like I said when I started, it's like there's light. The, mm-hmm. There is solutions out there. You've given me a pathway to follow. Um, and, and I think that is really individual. I think everyone needs to listen to that individual story. But it's, it's very much a common occurrence in anyone's mm-hmm. parenthood.
1: And I think what you Jenny. just said as well, saying you were a failure, or thinking you were a failure. I think so many parents do that. I mean, yeah. you're so far from a failure. Oh, I know, but I mean, that, that's um, the athletes. Like, but we all
0: think that. We all think. We all know that we're doing something wrong. Yeah, and, and I think it's it's.
1: I, I like to put it as it's not that you're doing something wrong. It's just you have not find out quite how to do it. Yeah.
0: It's um, funny when I mentor athletes. I never, I, you know, the, f- the word failure never comes mm. into my vocab. Every day, a mistake is a is a uh, a tool to learn mm. from. And we do these diaries where we write three things we did well, three opportunities for tomorrow, and one thing that made us laugh. And I really need to start implementing that into my life because I know I do a lot of things well. Um, Lockie, Cooper, they're really happy little babies um, and toddlers. Um, but I also know that there's opportunities for me to grow as a mother and and learn put myself first a little bit more Mm -hmm. and that's that's what meeting people like you Georgie is is all about and going out there and asking for help is is the first step it's not it's not the be all and end all but you've got to ask for help in order to make a change
1: yeah you really do you really do and I think um uh you know it it's it's just sad isn't it that people don't Mm. and um people suffer so immensely so, you know, to the point of suicide sometimes, you know, because they just didn't ask that person and just can't cope. And I think, you know, as you've said as well, parenthood is exhausting anyway. Yeah. Even with a full night's sleep. So I think everyone just needs to give themselves a break and just fix it. Yeah, and you be will be a better version of yourself. Yes, you really are. And then you've got more energy for them in the day and I'll you know, drink less coffee, drink which will be great. And less coffee and have more patience and you know, like your partner a bit more because you're not like, ah, uh, the whole
0: time. Yeah, Debbie and I sometimes have competition on who's more sleep deprived. Mm. I know I'm exhausted and I'm like I know you're exhausted but I'm breastfeeding and I'm this as well yeah, I'm like, yes, and yes. I'm just like why are we even having this this is a terrible debate we should be supporting each other yes exactly that's a huge
1: thing actually because you do you just, you're just snappy at each other because you, you know that's the nearest and dearest person to you isn't it mm. but it should never be a competition and I think um, you know as I said right at the start, if you can fix something do it just do, do it. it
0: Right. well that, that's a really nice message to end on I think The world is full of experts who can help you. Um, So just, you know, work on your opportunities, write them down and then Google who can help me in these areas um, because you will be a better person for it. And, you know, I'm definitely going to go and try and implement um, some of Georgie's techniques. I'll let you all know how they go. Um, Hopefully in a week I will be less wrinkly and be glowing Obviously, not from pregnancy, but from sleep. Oh my gosh, how amazing would that be? Anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Georgie. Bye.